Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to discuss how Democrats could make energy investors profits. We can bring energy independence just like uh, I predicted and, and uh, very quickly. We said by uh, 2000, uh, you know, that uh, by, by 2020 and... That's Harold Hamm, founder and former CEO of Continental Resources, one of the early drillers for crude oil in the Bakken Shale in North Dakota. He was speaking there at the Republican Party convention in 2016. Harold Hamm told Americans the shale revolution was going to move America from a situation of energy scarcity to one of abundance. Energy executives were overjoyed at Trump's election victory in 2016. Now they could look forward to less regulation, little concern about climate change, and support for finally reaching American energy independence. As energy investors, we were excited too. Obama was not thought of as a friend to the domestic energy business. And if the management teams were optimistic, it seemed like we should be too. I told him it was moving America from the energy scarcity to one of abundance would change the world forever and can power America to greatness once again. He wrote that down. Donald Trump got it. President Trump will fuel America's future and become the first president to achieve American energy independence. That's Harold Ham shortly after Trump's inauguration in early 2017, smiling as he's telling us will reach energy independence by 2020. The other day, I read an article in the Financial Times. It was about Joe Biden and how climate change will be at the heart of US energy policy if he's elected. No surprise, the article has quotes from energy executives worrying that this will, and I quote, destroy the country's world-beating oil and gas industry. Elsewhere in the article is this little gem, and I quote again, one worried industry advisor describes as a tet offensive on the fossil fuel industry. When I read this, I sat back from my computer screen. Are you effing kidding me? A huge WTF. Since Trump got elected, the S&P Energy Index is down 45% at the same time as the overall market is up 55%. What exactly has been so good for energy investors about the last four years? If investors can be on the receiving end of a Tet offensive, that's what we've gone through. Howard Ham's Continental Resources has dropped 60% since Trump got elected, worse than the sector. Of course, he's done fine because energy executives always do. And his wife had good timing on their divorce because he wrote her a $1 billion check five years ago before Harold Hamm and his buddies decided to go not just for energy independence, but energy abundance. Harold Hamm epitomizes the industry, just keeps sinking money back into the ground, produce too much, 
so nobody can make a profit. You are not only making our nation wealthier, but you are making America safer by building a future of American energy independence. We are independent. We don't need anybody. We don't need anybody. Being energy independent hasn't made investors rich. This week, I've been taking a closer look at California because they're a leader in renewables and they have the least reliable power system in the country. They also have among the highest energy prices. Electricity in California costs almost 60% more than the national average. California now gets 38% of its electricity from solar and wind, with a tiny amount from other renewables like wood pellets. In the rest of the country, renewables are around 12%, less than a third of the share in California. The increased use of renewables in most of America is going hand in hand with more natural gas, because although Californians would like to deny it, sometimes it's cloudy. And sometimes, like last week, it's not windy when you want it to be which made the lights go out. States that want to have power on 100% of the time understand the importance of natural gas. Forecasting that's more sober uh, around the potency of solar, what it means when there's higher humidity as we've experienced and the impact that has on solar. And now we have to, I think, sober up to the reality that in this transition, we're gonna have to do more and be much more mindful in terms of our capacity to provide backup and insurance. That's California Governor Gavin Newsom talking about the recent power blackouts. The interesting thing about California is that they're fine with higher electricity prices. It's fine with me too. At 16 cents a kilowatt hour, which is the typical cost in California, keeping a 60 watt bulb lit for an hour costs a penny. Energy is cheap in America. There's plenty of room for higher prices, which is good, because if one thing's clear about green energy policies, it's that they're expensive. And if the Democrats win in November, which is by no means certain, a cold wind will blow through the boardrooms of energy companies all over America. People like Howard Hamm will no longer feel like shooting for energy abundance. Investments in oil and gas projects will be cut. But America certainly won't need any less natural gas. If anything, we'll need more to help with those solar and wind farms. Democrats won't see high energy prices as a bad thing because they want people to use less. And it helps expensive solar and wind to be more competitive. After the last four years, energy investors, especially those in the upstream sector that drills for oil and gas, have been abused by one management team after another. Pipeline investors have taken a beating too because it's hard for pipelines to go up much if their customers keep over-investing and causing a glut. From now on, I'm not in favor of what energy executives want. I'm in favor of higher energy prices because that's what will help energy investors make some money. I don't think Joe Biden's energy policies are good for America, but he's definitely not going for energy abundance. I think we need some energy scarcity. The market is beginning to come around to that. Energy stocks are moving higher. Natural gas futures the next year are up. And America obsessed with solar panels and windmills will still need reliable natural gas. Joe Biden's energy policies will make sure there's not quite enough. Higher energy prices will make energy investors happy.
Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lack.